Don't throw stones when you live in a house of Joe. Episode number 99 on December 30th, 2023. A filler episode because I lost count or I didn't lose count. I went back and counted and I wanted to end the year on episode 100. But in order to do that, you have to go through number 99. And I've been on 98 because the other day when I meant to record number episode 99, got held up at work late, came home late. Everything was late. It was all a thing. And then next thing you know, it's like, well, I can't record now because my head's not, my head's not in the game. And the worst thing you could do is when you listen back or when I listen back to, is that on my screen? The worst thing you could do, I don't know, there's something on my screen, is when you listen back and you could tell, I could tell definitely that my attitude ain't right. Like my energy isn't right. I'm not into it and it sucks. So um, I was like, I'm not going to just record just for the sake of recording. Although this is what that this episode kind of is. It's a filler. We're going to get through it just so I can hit 100 tomorrow and end the year on a good note. But we got some things in the works. Um, for the new year. So we've discovered that we can, or I've discovered, we've discovered, we've been along on the journey with me that you can host a podcast, right? It took a hundred episodes. <laughs> it's going to take a hundred episodes to finally figure out and be confident and like, oh, I know how to do this. This isn't that hard. And there's probably points where I'm doing this completely inefficient from the time I finish recording to editing to pushing it out. I think it's pretty quick, but I could see if someone came in here, like a producer or someone came in here is like, yo, there's a lot easier way to do that. And they just like click two buttons and it's done. So, you know, we learned a lot, failed a lot. There were some episodes that sounded like shit. There's some episodes that were like 11 minutes long just because you had to get them done. There was a stretch there though where we did I think an episode every day for like 3 months. Like it was it was fast. We were burning through them pretty quick. Uh but we're not here to talk about we're not doing a recap today. The recaps for tomorrow. But we do have to talk about a few things because Tinder, the dating, the hot dating app that came out, I want to say like 13 years ago now. Uh it's been I have longer than that. Um has just released its $499 a month plan, their elite tier plan. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into fucking beer battered or beer cheese. Anything that has the word beer in it and it's food, it's a fucking scam. It's just, it's pandering. And then we are going to move on to how to pronounce Mario or how I say it or how other people say it. Most people I encounter say it Mario. I say Mario. I don't know why, but there's other words like that. So we're going to get into that. But first, we got to cover some work shit. I had to be the bad guy again, and this was pot. This was episodes ago. This was back uh, in the beginning when I told you I had to be the bad guy and finally give somebody paperwork. I had to do it again uh, last week. I was a lot more confident in this one because it's not. Uh, I wouldn't say it's not. It's not a big deal for me. It doesn't really affect me at all as much as I thought it would after the first one. It, it's nothing I have to worry about. I'm not the one that fucked up, and it was explained to me by several people. Because I was like, do I really need to give someone paperwork for this? And they were like, yeah, you do. Like, it's not a... Uh... So a little backstory, what happened is we've been on Christmas break for mostly all of December. <laughs> Everyone's been kind of mailing it in. But the last two weeks, we've been on our holiday break. So what we do is half our office is in one week. And then the next week, the other half 
they swap. So the people that were working the one week are now not the next week and vice versa. So last week was my week to work. And part of that is so you don't have to use leave and use your how the how the civilians you civilians call it pto um we call it leave in the military so you don't have to use your leave you just have to check in on the fifth day so i can authorize you to be off for another four because you can't have five consecutive days off in the military doesn't you can't do it so on the fifth day you have to check in so i can authorize another four days off and be like oh they did check in i authorized four days off so it's a way around the rules right and it's just to give people free time off relax over the holidays. Uh, you're not supposed to really travel too far. You can. However, you can get recalled whenever. There's no like, you're not protected by the rule of leave at that point. It can just be like, no, nope, we need you. You have to come in right now. So you have to be ready to come in at any moment. And it never happens. But say you drove eight hours away to see your family and they're like, hey, we need you to come in tomorrow. Your ass is getting in that car and driving eight hours in or you have to put leave in at that point to stay out. Anyway, I digress. So I told everybody like multiple times, like, hey, you need to check in. You need to check in on Tuesday. Told them everybody Tuesday. I've said it. I said it about six times leading up to the break. I mentioned it in our group chat uh, the Thursday when we left. I'm like, hey, whoever's off next week has to check in on Tuesday. I'm not going to remind you. This is your responsibility. This is your final reminder type of thing. And yeah, you're right. I could have reminded him again. However, it's Christmas. I'm not fucking worrying about work on Christmas. So Tuesday rolls around. And I honestly forgot that people were supposed to check in. Like, I didn't think about it. I went into work and um, I did the old Long Island to New Jersey trip at 5 a.m., which I'm never doing again. You can get into that at a different time. Just people drive like assholes. And then the road, once you hit the Belt Parkway, the beginning of the Belt Parkway going towards the Verrazano, the road gets narrower, more narrow, and people drive like assholes from there, and it's more congested. There was no traffic. It was congested, people driving like assholes, and it was rainy. So I hated it. I hated every second of that drive. And then I got home at like, I got back to New Jersey around eight. I had work at nine, so I just changed, went to work. I was miserable. Anyway. So I'm at work and one person checks in. So I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Like I really just forgot. So, and then the other person checks in. The third person who I kind of knew wasn't going to check in because he's not a bad one. He's not the bad egg. I think he just has a sour attitude because we do a lot. He does a lot of nothing at work. Like I could see that being, it sounds cool, but when you have like nothing to do for so long and there's not like a, there's not a task that he's in charge of. So it's kind of demoralizing. I can see that. And when there's no work in our office, there's no work. And when there is work, it usually doesn't land on his plate. Like he has one thing he needs to do. So he doesn't, he's not a bad kid at all. Not a bad person. Um, he's just, he kind of has this attitude where the rules don't really apply to him or he doesn't really, he doesn't put emphasis on the rules. So like he's always asking to leave early or come in late, not even come in late. Can I leave early or are we leaving early today? What time are we staying? Like those kind of questions, which one, one question like that a week is fine. You know, like, Hey, I have an appointment at four. I have to leave at three. What time are we leaving today? So I can like clean or something. So that's a, that's a good way to ask it. He's just asking to leave early because he's bored. That's the type. So it drives me crazy. It's one of those questions that's just like annoying after a while. It gets annoying real quick. So um, he doesn't check in. It's now like 6 or 7 p.m. at night. I'm home. I came home, took a nap, wake up, still didn't check in. So I'm like, all right, um, I have to put my accountability in to my supervisor to be like, we're all accounted for. I approved them for four days off again. And it's like 7.15. I'm supposed to report to this guy at 7, say we're all good, but we're not. So I call him and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? 
He's like, nothing. I was like, what'd you forget to do today? He's like, oh, fuck, I didn't check in. And I was like, all right, that's fine. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And he's like, I have to come in tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, like you just fucked up, dude. You know, like, do you not? And that's the thing is like, he didn't realize he fucked up on the phone. Like he thought it was just like, ah, whatever. So he comes in the office. He's apologetic. He's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he's giving me the old song and dance of just laying on the apology button. And I'm, look, people fucking up. People fuck up all the time. Shit happens. But it was like an accumulation of his attitude over the last like two months where I'm like, all right, we're going to correct this now. Like, you know what I mean? If it was just a one person or if even if he came in and was like not even apologetic, just un- he understood why it was an issue. He didn't check in. But his whole thing was like, I thought it was more like a volunteer thing. Like, you know, we have a laid back office and I didn't think it was that serious. And it's like, are you kidding? You know what I mean? Like, it's not even that you felt bad about the rules, about what you did. You felt that the rules just didn't apply to you. So had to be the bad guy again, which sucks. But like I said in the beginning, it was a lot easier this time around because I realized it doesn't really affect me. And the people I talked to about it were like, I don't know why you get so worked up about it. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. It does not affect you at all. Like, the only way it affects me is if I write something that's just blatantly not true. Like, if it's just I made it up or I embellished the shit out of a situation and to cover my ass. Like, that's the only reason I would get in trouble. And there's some things like... I I told him, I was like, I could have done better by explaining when you needed to check in. Because I didn't really put a time. I and I assumed they knew to check in before the end of the day. And by the end of the day, I mean the COB, COB, as we call it. No one really calls it that. The people, COB, yeah. COB, I don't think so. But COD, COB, <laughs> I thought was like just a an assumption. And again, when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. So he lays on the apology. I was like, yeah, that's cool, but I got to record this. And by recording it, I have to give you paperwork, sign on the dotted line. I'm like, you can appeal this, right? You can appeal it. If you appeal it, though, I have to pass it up to the to my supervisor. And then everyone's more people are going to know about it than should. Or we can just keep this between you and me. Don't let it happen again type of situation. You know, like I'm not going to gun. I'm not hunting you down now. Like I'm not going to be just up your ass and like you're on thin ice. Like we can just move past it if you don't want to move past it that's fine but then i have to push it up as well if you're going to push it up i have to push it up i don't want to have to do that though and he's like all right that's fair and he starts reading it and he's like i can see it in his eyes like he's like mm. so i i can appeal it right i'm like again you can i'm not it's your legal right to appeal this thing however if you appeal it i have to defend my decision so i'm gonna to have to provide evidence and I already have that because I screenshotted it. I have an email thread. So it's not going to go in your favor anyway. Like, I'm just letting you know. Like, sure. And it's nothing like legal. It's not like he's going to get fined or anything, but it is it is a thing to get off your record. I'm like, so if I keep it, it's not going to go on your record. It's going to go in my personal record book, which doesn't count for anything. You know, the commander, no one's going to see it besides me. Stays stays in-house. So he's like, okay, um, I'll sign it. And then if I sign it, does that accept it? I'm like, just fucking sign it. You know, like you fucked up. Like you fucked up. It's fine. So we ended up doing it. We had a good conversation afterwards and I told him he can uh, write an essay on why accountability is fine. Accountability is important. And then he can go home. He reluctantly did that. But I was like, if, if you don't write it, that's fine too, but you're still coming in tomorrow. Like you, then you're going to come in tomorrow or you can write it, go home and then use the rest of the week for your holiday. So he ended up doing that. We moved on. We moved past it. But I felt bad being the bad guy again. Not as bad as I did the first time. The first time was miserable. But we're moving on because we got Tinder releasing their $500 a month plan. Now, what comes with this $500 a month plan that doesn't come on their free plan or their $20, $30? I think they have a... Let's see what we they got. They got a... They have three tiers already. They have 
plus gold and platinum. $20, $30, and $40 per month. And what that what those tiers do is it gives you more exposure and different features, mainly exposure, and you kind of get boosted. It's like pay, paying for followers or paying for a check mark on any social media, really. When you pay to get verified, uh, you get in the algorithm a little more. You know, it gives you a little more exposure. And this these are one of the apps. Dating apps are the apps where you want exposure. You know, you want all the fish coming to your net. So I heard about this Tinder plan a few months ago. Didn't think it was real. I'm like, there's no way someone's going to pay $500 a month for this. But then I thought someone's going to do it because they don't just throw these things out there. And forgive my language, the power of the pussy works. So they're definitely preying on people that are just overly fucking horny all the fucking time and are like, I'm going to do this. So what happens... What's this thing all about, right? It's their elite tier. So they have silver, gold, platinum, elite now, or plus gold, platinum. And then now they have this elite plan, $500 a month, and it's chaotic. So it's aimed at extremely active users. I don't know what that means, but I guess it's it's just aiming towards the horniest of the horny because the extremely active users are only 1% or less than 1% of Tinder's user base. So who the hell knows? But it's obviously going to boost revenue. So companies all for it. And they're relying on people just being horny all the time and desperately horny, like desperation, like the incel crowd, the incel crowd that has a lot of money basically is what they're catering this to. That's not what they say, but that's what's really happening here. So users that have been, that have used this, which is called Tinder Select, has been largely negative. Users have used it. They said it sucks. It's a waste of money. Um, and it just preys on desperation. Because again, these apps full of bots. And it's a, this is a way to get rid of the bots. There's no way bot farms are going to be using $500 a month accounts. But you have access to non-reciprocal. So if I'm a select user, right? I can... You can't... And you're a gold user. Say I'm a... I'm a select user. I'm paying the $500 a month. You're paying for the $40 a month plan. You can't message me. If I swipe right on you and we match, you can't message me without me messaging you first because I have a higher tier. So it's up to me at that. It gives like gives the higher paying person the power. Just kind of people saying that's creepy. Don't do that because Bumble does that where the female has to message you first. It's not just you have to. Bumble was always considered better than first. I don't do any of these apps, by the way. But Bumble was always considered better for girls because girls have to message the guys. Guys can't just send an unsolicited dick pic off rip like they do on Tinder. So now this feature, you could be guy or girl, but you can, you're talking down to the lower tiers if you have this higher tier. Uh, they get priority access to higher, highly sought after users' profiles. So it's matching you against the other select users as well, as well as all the other users, but you're getting access to the select users. So two select users match, you guys are probably going to be doing it because you guys are both active, extremely active users according to Tinder. But $500 a month seems crazy because who the fuck has $500 a month for a dating app that you're probably going to get ghosted on? Or I guess if you have the money to do it, like if, if the $500 isn't an issue for you, like say you're making, I don't know, somewhere in the realm of you don't have to give a shit about this $500 a month, you're extremely horny and or you're traveling all over the world and you're making a shitload of money doing whatever you're doing. You know, you can probably, if you have a good tax guy, expense the shit out of this thing. I can't see this thing. I think it's going to be good. It's one of the, so these subscriptions, any subscription plan, the way they keep you and they 
get you in locked in is that you sign up for it and then they hope you forget about it and they just keep charging your account charging your account because they're not providing anything to you it's not like they're losing money they're just getting money for their subscription if you ever tried to unsubscribe from espn plus you know exactly what i'm talking about they're making it impossible for you to unsubscribe you call the number it's some fucking indian call center and they don't help. They go, oh, you have to go through the app. You go on the app. The app tells you you have to go through the website. You go on the website. It says you have to confirm through the app. You go back on the app. You have to go call this number. You call the number. It's an Indian call center. They're telling you go on the website. And round it around you go. And you get frustrated. You quit. And you're like, fuck it. Just pay the $6 a month or whatever ESPN Plus is now. That's how they get you. They get you hooked. You forget about it. And then they make it impossible for you to unsubscribe. Unless you have an Apple account where it tells you your subscriptions that you bought through your phone or bought through your Apple account, then you can easily do it through there. But a lot of people don't have Apple and a lot of people don't subscribe through their phone. Anyway, I can't see this going on for... I can't see a lot of people using it. It's going to go on forever. I can't... Because all it t- probably takes is one part. Like, it, they're going to make their money back on 10 people probably. You know, it's not like it's... You're getting this whole new app feature and it's, you know, um, it's this whole thing. So they're going to keep it. But if I ever met somebody that uses this, I'm going to be... I'm going to force them to use it in front of me because I want to see what the fuck this is all about. Like, I, I would like to see... I mean, I don't think VH1 even exists anymore. And that's definitely aging me. MTV, like these real reality shows i guess it would have to be like a and e some shit like a documentary on like extreme tinder users i'm sure there's something i don't watch reality tv but this is something i'd be hooked on to like a documentary where they're like we're gonna follow these extreme tinder users that use tinder select and see what this is like type of situation because there's gonna be people that have money that can spend it on this and expect to just get laid all the time and probably get ghosted because that's what happens on these apps and again i don't i'm better in person i'm a I can't, I can't do the online thing. I like, cause you lose a, I'm not, I'm very sarcastic, right? Uh, I'm funny and I get a better read on person in person, like through obviously body language, all this stuff. You got to read the room. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm, I don't know. I can't do the online thing. It just never made sense to me how people can do it. Like it, it's, it's it's crazy. So like I would never in my fucking if I had all the money in the world I wouldn't do this. I would get a ranch fountain before then. I'd get a fucking pretzel machine installed for five hundred dollars a month and just have warm ass pretzels with the works if I could. If I had five hundred dollars a month to blow, if I had five hundred five hundred dollars a month to spend on something, there's no shot in hell I'm spending it on this. I would spend it on all the fucking geeky answer. Oh, I would invest it. Stupid, you know. I would I would have a like a Slurpee machine installed in my house for $500 a month. But people are retarded, so there's that. And then we're going to get the hell out of here on this note because we're hitting the 20-minute mark. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the beer-battered thing. That's what we're going to leave on. So we had our... We've had like Christmas parties and like potlucks and shit over the last like three weeks at work. And this one dude, he's like a beer drinker. He's always telling us about this beer that he got at this brewery. And he's he orders beer from fucking Montana or Arkansas or some shit. Like he's a beer guy, micro brew type of dude. Um, you have to try this beer with this fucking piece of meat and stick this cheese up your ass when you do it. And I'll blow smoke in your face. And it's going to it's gonna, it's the best beer ever type of dude. So we have this potluck. Lux, and he comes in with this fucking beer cheese, right? And he's like, oh, it's my beer cheese. And I was like, the fuck? Like, first of all, I don't know the difference between beer cheese. I think beer cheese is just a white person's way of saying it's queso. That's the only thing is... I I think it's just catered to assholes that go to breweries and they spend a lot of time in North Carolina 
And they're like, hey, we're going to go to this brewery. And the brewery's like, oh, we have our beer cheese and it's just fucking queso. Like, that's that's it. So, well, they have their beer battered shrimp, which is just fried fucking shrimp. But you're at a brewery, so they have to put the word beer battered in front of it. So he comes in with this beer cheese, right? And I'm like, all right, I taste it. I'm like, I don't know, man. It tastes like queso to me. He goes, that's, he got like, he wasn't offended, but I can see he thought I was being an asshole. Cause I'm like, there's nothing. And he's like, oh, here's the beer I use. And he shows me and it's some fucking thing that tastes like Listerine. I'm like, cool. I mean, this is your, your cheese is good, dude. But like you're advertising it. Like you made it, you made that you fermented the fucking beer and all this stuff. And I was like, it tastes like queso. It's a little watery. I'll give you that because it's probably the fucking beer in there. But I'm like, you got to stop with the whole it's beer. I was like, cause I can go to the store right now and get a fucking a can of Tostitos cheese, put it into a bowl and just put a beer can next to it. And be like, oh, that's beer cheese. You would never know the difference if there's beer in this cheese or not. I'm like, so I'm not saying you didn't put beer in it. All I'm saying is you can't tell if there's beer or not in it. So who really cares at the end of the day? And again, it's just catered. It's just people that are into the micro brew. Like, oh, I spent $25 on this 16 ounce can. It's the best beer you're ever going to have. And you taste it and you're like, tastes like a fucking Christmas tree, dude. Like, you know, like, what's the point of this? Is this get like how much alcohol is in it? It's like 7%. It's like, all right, so I'm not even going to get fucking drunk off this thing. I'm just going to have a stomach ache and I'm going to be burping a lot. Like there was a time, there's only one time where this whole gimmick actually uh, works and it wasn't even a brewery. It was this place called Whiskey. Is it Whiskey? Bourbon. That's what it was called. Bourbon. The name of the bar was called Bourbon. So called the Bourbon Bar, obviously. And you walk in and they have like, I would say a hundred different types of bourbon in this place. And I'm talking, these are bartenders. These aren't, these aren't just like some dude they found off the street that knows how to fucking make a cocktail. These guys and girls that work there were like connoisseurs. Like they knew what they were doing. Like I'm talking tuxedo behind the bar. They explain the entire process of making the drink they're making. You know, they're doing, they're, it's high end, right? It's not a, again, it's not some dickhead they found off the street that worked at Applebee's. Shout out to Applebee's though. Those those Dollaritas hit a little different this time of year. But anyway, they're like, I ordered this whiskey and it comes with, I don't know even what the process is called, but they light a piece of wood on fire. They hold the glass over it and they seal it shut. So all the smoke is just piling to this glass. They turn the glass over, then they pour the whiskey and then you take, then you take a sip of it. So you're getting the face full of smoke. You're getting the face. You're getting the mouth full of whiskey, the whole aroma, the whole thing. And I'm like, that was actually really fucking good. Like that. I was like, holy shit. Now I understand why you smoke a cigar with certain types of whiskeys and bourbons and all this stuff. That was the only time I bought into the hype. Other than that, like, I mean, I like high end liquor, like high end tequila, high end bourbon, all that stuff. Whiskey. You could taste the difference between cheap and expensive. Right. But at the end of the day, it's still not something you're just going to sit there and drink, at least for me. In Mad Men, in those shows, they do it. And my neighbor across the street from my hometown, he's an alcoholic and he drinks the, the Kirkland bourbon. So if you have a drinking problem, sure, you can just drink it and it probably tastes better than drinking the cheap stuff. But uh, end of the day, it still kind of tastes, it's not refreshing at all. It tastes good. And you're like, oh, this is what good, like expensive wine compared to cheap wine is a good way to put it. If you've ever had like really expensive wine, you're like, holy shit, this is what wine should taste like. And then you go back to like your $20 bottle. Instead of getting the $13 bottle, you get the 20 to spice I sit up that night and the $20 bottle doesn't even hold a candle to like the $100 glass you had at the expensive place. That's what this shit was like, where it was like, oh, I could see why people get into tasting bourbons. And I've been to it. I've been tequila tasting too. That's another one where you're like, oh yeah, this tastes really fucking good. However, it's still tequila at the end of the day. 
You know, it's not like something you're just going to sit there and just drink like it's water. Russian vodka. Actually, quick story. I had real Russian vodka once, like from Russia. And you see it in shows like Chernobyl was a good one. That's the only Russian show, really, where they just drink vodka all the fucking time. And like Russian vodka is like the way they drink it. Like they just drink that shit all the time. So and I'm not talking the shit you buy in the store that says Russian vodka. You know, I'm not talking about stoli, that type of shit. I'm talking like authentic made in the fucking shed, you know, on the border of Siberia type of Russia. My friend's family came back from visiting Russia and they brought this back. And I think they smuggled it or some shit because this shit was in like a container that was sketchy. And they're like, this is the best vodka you're ever going to drink. And I'm not a vodka guy. And if you do the numbers, I think between the lowest end and the highest end to keep uh, the lowest end and the highest end vodka, there's only like a 3% difference in the way they distill it. Like all the vodka, all vodka you drink is mostly the same. But she, they were like, my friend's family was like, you're going to taste this and you're going to be like, God damn, like this is what Russians drink. And this is why Russians are always drinking vodka. I took a sip of this shit and I was like, that was refreshing. This was, it was so smooth. It didn't have that rubbing alcohol taste. It didn't burn on the way down. You knew you were drinking alcohol when you drank it, but it was, it went down like water with a little kick on the end, but it wasn't like you made that face. Like you weren't like making a weird face after you did it. You weren't shooting it. You didn't have to put it over ice. It was like, uh, it was like the water in water boy. When she comes out with the water that was from the glacier, it reminded me of that. Like that water was probably like perfect, always cold. Like this shit just felt like it was always cold. It didn't have that burning sensation. So whenever you taste something like that, you're like, I don't want to go back to the cheap stuff. And then, you know, some time goes by and your friend's like, I got a bottle of Absolute. And you're like, eh, fuck it, let's rip some shots. So we're going to get out of here. Like I said in the beginning, day 35, no alcohol. We're going to wrap this thing up tomorrow with day 36 of no alcohol uh, and episode 100. Working on the fraud report. We're going to look back on this year from this past year's fraud predictions and then predict next year's fraud predictions and then we got a couple predictions overall for 2024 because it's going to be chaotic with the election and shit coming up and then uh we're going to touch on some other subjects so we're going to get out of here we're going to get this baby out so so we can make it to 100 so you hear this so uh like it's it's dumb man i sound stupid sometimes but we're going to get out of here anyway hopefully everyone has a good new year's um safe new year's all that stuff but we're going to talk tomorrow and we're going to get the hell out of here stay woke (laughs) 